step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that everything is energy. All life is energy, and that energy is interconnected and interdependent. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. Now, science is kind of new to this, not very new. So this science is over 100 years old. But spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. So when mankind, when humanity awakens to the truth that we are all one and all connected there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is the Spirit and Soul Foundation with Phil, Philip, I'm sorry, Philip Heights and Carrie McLeod. And they're connecting with us all the way from the UK. Thank you so much, Carrie and Phil, for being my guests today. Very You're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for the invite. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. I had the wonderful honor and privilege of meeting Carrie and Phil in person in Boston for We Don't Die Boston and Orlando, We Don't Die Orlando. That was hosted by Sandra Champlain's We Don't Die Radio. I just, I met them. I just fell in love with them and I had to have them on the show as my guest. So thank you so much. So I'd like for you guys, you know, um, take turns, but you guys to share with our listeners your journey, you know, on how you got to do what you're doing now. Do you want to go first? Do I want to go? I always go first. You guys guys pick. Okay. Okay. I've been putting my place. That's good. Okay. It started when I was very, very young for me. Um, I was aware of the spirit world, earliest memories, four or five years old, um, and grown up with that insight, grown up with many different avenues. Um, we moved several times, to cut a long story short, mm-hmm. uh, where we thought the house was haunted and different things, okay. different spiritual events would happen, um, activities such as knockings and reports and things, people's voices things going missing then turning up um, as soon as they checked. So there's lots of things going on. Um, That was my introduction into it. But actually coming into spiritualism or working for the spirit world was many years later. Um, Through my teenage years, um, I would have insights. At the time, I didn't know it. So I would 
friends would say things along the lines of, oh, we're going to do this. And I'd say, oh, don't worry about it. You're going to win, blah, 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 and all the rest of it. Okay. And things would turn out to be true. Um, and I still didn't catch up on, latch on to things. Um, and even on photographs, we caught orb, we caught faces on the different things. So it's been predominantly through my life. Um, but it's been the last 20 years that I've been working as a medium uh, within the spiritual churches, traveling throughout the UK from England and Scotland, uh, mainland Europe, um, and now America as well through Sandra Champlain. Yes. Uh, that's my look into it, but I come from a family background of a different religion. So for me, it was very much alien. It was very different. Um, long story short, my mum took me to the doctor saying there was something wrong with me. Um, and the doctor said, have you ever thought that it could be something to do with mediumship, spiritualism? And my mum went to see mediums. And at the end of the day, um, I was so interested in what got said that I started to look at it. And I, my mind's very scientific. So I want to pull it to pieces. I want to um, really pull it apart. And it was then that I started to find my own answers through the experiences I have. Um, through one or two illnesses and events, I've experienced the spirit world in a very, very strong way. Um, people talk about afterlife experiences and near-death experiences, some very similar things to that. But also through a practice called sitting in the power, I'm able to get back there. I'm able to focus the mind and get into that place. And... Some of the things people have talked about, going to the halls of residence, the halls of learning, visiting, seeing people in the spirit world communicate very, very clearly, like I'm looking at you on the screen. Right. Um, so it, it, that was my introduction to it. Um, but We Don't Die, how we met in Boston is a completely different story, and we may tell that one later. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then we'll get into that. But Carrie, give us a little background on you, and then we'll get into the We Don't Die. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so I had some experiences when I was younger. Um, I'm trying to pay attention to the camera, but I need to speak to you, Kelly. I know. That, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I do the same thing. So don't worry. It's okay. Um, I had some experiences when I was younger, um, experiences that I couldn't explain. At that point, we didn't have a large house. We slept in a very small room with no windows. And on top of the wardrobe, I had a whole set of cuddly toys. Mm -hmm. And in the evening, one evening in particular, all the cuddly toys moved and systematically fell off the wardrobe. And I was told it was a draft. Okay. Um, and then I had experiences where I would find myself, and a lot of your listeners and viewers might relate to this as well, out of body and in the corner of the room. Right. Sometimes that can be caused in t due to trauma. Sometimes that can be caused due to spiritual experiences. There's a number of different causes for it. But I was very aware that I was out of my body and I was very aware there were other people around me within that space. Yeah. And then as I was growing up, there would be um, extra sensitivity that I would be oversensitive to chastising or being told off I was just told I was a sensitive child and so I withdrew into my own space and you'd always find me in the corner colouring in or reading a book or playing with small toys of my own because it was my way of being able to protect myself from that sensitive place yes yes and then I got on with marrying and having children and growing up and working and getting houses and then I had um, quite a traumatic experience through a work setting, which put me off work for a period of time. And in that experience, things started to happen. Okay. And I 
I began to become aware again of my own sensitivities. I became aware of um, the spirit world around me. And I started off, as many do, with pendulum. And then questioning, because I'm similar to Phil, I've got that, that mind that wants to know how things work. And yeah. just things at face value. So I was thinking, well, can I work the pendulum? And I found out that I can. Wow. I then began to question, so who's giving me the answers? Me or an unseen world? So right. that started me questioning. So I actually became involved in spiritualism to disprove it. Oh, okay. I wanted to say it's, there's no such thing. It's all just within our minds. Right. And the more I've disproved it, the more it proved itself to be true. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to a spiritualist church and I met a lovely gentleman called Doc MacArthur. I was back in 1996, and that's when my spiritual journey as an adult began, really. I went to development classes, um, started taking classes, started taking divine services in Scotland, demonstrations, and then all of a sudden it just seemed to, within a short period of time, I'm talking 15 years, which is actually a short period of time in terms of some of our experience and uh, mediums and the pioneers they worked decades yeah. to really fulfill their potential as a medium yes I found myself um, running a spiritless church which I still do um, and working for charities and, and churches within Scotland then the UK and now deming within mainland Europe and the states things mm-hmm. like a natural progression because for me it's always about the spirit world I sometimes pinch myself and think, what am I doing here? Mm. But then when I'm in that power of the spirit, then it takes over and I remember why I'm there. Mm. So it's been a really personal journey and I suppose everybody's got their own journey that takes them there. But it's been full of trying to pull apart, question, understand, want to know more. And that's been my quest. It started off as a quest to understand that bigger question. Right. Why are we here? Who is God? What's the meaning of life? Are we the only ones here? Yes. Started off as that because I'm a very curious person. I like to know how things work, and it still is that way. So I never take things at face value. I always want to know more. Mm -hmm. If if I can carry that on, then I'm quite happy with that. Wow. That's wonderful. Now, there's two things that came up, like uh, with the We Don't Die conferences. There's two things I had never heard of before. I've never heard of a spiritualist church before. I went to Boston. Yes. And I had never heard of sitting in the power. Now, I meditate every day. I try, try to do it two times a day, but definitely in the morning. First thing in the morning, I, I get in my meditation and I have a mantra. I, I listen to just a, a, a background, what you call vibration, just to, to raise, because I, I try to listen to a high vibration to raise my vibration, and then I, I focus on my breath. So I do that every morning, first thing in the morning. I try to do it at night, but usually at night I'm too tired. I'm too pooped. I just get in the bed. So. <laughs> but please, please share with our listeners first about the spiritualist church, which, which was very new to me. And since... Boston, I have, the week after Boston, I did go to my first spiritualist church in New Jersey. I live in Pennsylvania, but very close to the border of New Jersey, and I was invited to go to a spiritualist church. So I have um, actually experienced a spiritual, 
spiritualist church. I had never heard of that before. And so please share with our listeners. You do the first, yeah. Um, so spiritualist churches in the UK are, are based upon spiritualist religion. And spiritualism has been a religion for some time. And it's the, the, one of the leading organizations in the UK and across the globe is the Spiritualist National Union, mm-hmm. which is SNU. And so the, there are a number of churches that are members of the SNU and there are a number of independent churches who have their own um, articles of constitution or of articles um, or, or rules such as such. And so the, the church that I'm involved in is an independent church. Okay. But there are many, many, and they deliver all things from things like a divine service where the predominant reason for a divine service is first bring everybody within that sanctuary of whatever it is, but to allow people to experience um, contact with the spirit world. One, sitting within the healing space, sitting with like minds, but also allowing them to experience um, the energy of what's created through the philosophy. So a, a spiritualist Sunday divine service or any week of the, the any day of the week divine service will consist of around about 15 to 20 minutes of philosophy. So it's inspired by the, the speaker that evening. And it should be about spiritualism and how spiritualism can affect, but it's not preachy. It's more of a sharing from the soul. Mm-hmm. Sharing the world, it's inspired. And then... Some songs, a couple of prayers, a reading maybe. And then the last part it consists of some, what you would call spirit messages. Uh, we call communications or readings or sittings here. Mm-hmm. And not to be confused with telling, loved, telling the person here about their life. These contacts are about proving or helping prove the existence of a world beyond that which we see. Mm-hmm. So it's of evidence of the loved ones. Mm-hmm. So it should try predominantly be about, for instance, your son or your mother or your family, your family members. Yes. And so Bridgeless Divine Services is there to prove the existence of life after death as well as the continuity of life and a general spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so within that, people will gravity and there's a lot of pioneers of spiritualism so if you were to google pioneers of spiritualism you'd come up with a whole lot of names of people who we see we stand on the shoulders of because they're the forebearers they went through whilst spiritualism was illegal they held meetings when they could have been arrested and well not that long ago could have been burnt for so we stand on the shoulders of great forebearers and therefore we never, we never wish to forget what they endured in order for us to have the privilege of being able to demonstrate our mediumship in a way that's accepted. Right. So I think this year, for instance, on Remembrance Sunday, spiritualism in the UK was accepted as a religion and was invited to the Cenotaph as an acknowledged religion. So okay. for spiritualism in the UK, that was a, a great deal. Um, um, of, it showed a great deal of steps towards a movement there was change coming yeah. so spiritualism has been a whole lot of um, 
other factors that are doing equally good work. So you've got spirit, spiritists, mm -hmm. you've got your own spiritualist movement within the US and within the States. Yes. It all holds that essence of bringing together people who are looking for something about spirituality with that evidence of life after death linked yeah. in. But at no time can it, do we wish to make it entertainment? Yes. So you'll find that spiritualist churches will always refrain from turning the medium into something bigger than the message. Right. Yes. And so you'll always find spiritualist mediums um, hold the, hopefully hold that balance between what we're about and, well, we do go around the world now, but we wouldn't be if it weren't for the spirit world wishing to reach out to their loved ones. Yeah. Yes. And for that, we can never forget that. Yes. It's what we're about. Yes. I mean, just, just to add on the end of what Kerry was saying, um, the, the British um, Spiritualist Church are very much evidence-based. It has to be provide that continuity of life. That evidence is really important. And if we look at that evidence, that evidence will be the message. There'll be a, a little bit on the end that will confirm all the evidence that's given. Uh, and that's how we know that it's truthful and it's genuine and it's heartfelt because we stand in the essence of the communicator and tell their story in the way mm -hmm. that they want to. We yeah. don't treat them um, as, as information. Um, it, it's that evidence that comes forward in their way that paints the picture. And, and say you were getting the contact like you did in Boston from your son, yeah. everyone else can follow that information because it's very real, very tangible, it's very heartfelt and it's so important anything that gets said on the end of it we know then is from that person mm -hmm. in the spirit world and that's what the UK mediumship is really about mm -hmm. um, we're trained to quite a high extent within the UK through the organization what um, Kerry mentioned um, but we we have to follow laws we can't predict mm -hmm. we, we can't uh, prescribe we can't medically treat yeah. diagnose all kinds of different things mm -hmm. so it's very strict and very stringent within them rules and commissions it's so, what we what we do is we become part of that moment that we're working with you, Caroline. Yes. We become part of your family. Yes. There was that feeling that there was only your son, you and us yes. in that moment. And everybody else is witness to that. And that's the loveliness about it. It's not about Phil or I, right. it's, it's your son's centre stage. We, we disappear because we're in the history, mm. we're in his essence and so we don't exist, it's all about his words, his evidence, and, and that's almost, if you can sense, there's a switch within us that we turn off and your son comes forward, that, that's what it's meant to be about. Um, and that, that's the beauty of the evidence, and, and the churches within the UK are very much based on that. Yes, well let's share, because maybe our listeners might not know what we're talking about. And like I, we, I, we had said that we had met in person at We Don't Die Boston first originally, and at the We Don't Die Boston, um, there was the whole group of us in a room, and you were giving, re you were getting messages from Spirit World and asking people, does this resonate? Does this um, sound like familiar? And eventually, the last one that you contacted, you were saying things that sounded familiar, and I said, yes, that sounds familiar, and it turned out to be my, my son, Kyle. And that was amazing. And as I shared with you, um, I had intended to go to We Don't Die Boston because it, it's on the East Coast. I could drive there. 
had my roommate, everything set for Boston. I did not intend <laughs> to go to We Don't Die Orlando. That just wasn't on my plan list. But what got me there was my son. And that was with the um, Sonia Rinaldi, which many of my listeners are familiar with. Sonia actually emailed me two weeks before Orlando and said, I just had a recording session with your son. So I'm like, okay, I've got to go to Orlando. So yes, that is my, my son. I know he's told me in my first reading with, I, I'm not sure, are you familiar with Suzanne Giesman? No. 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 Okay. Well, she's a very popular uh, evidential medium here in the U.S. She was my guest um, my first year of doing this show. And I knew I wanted a re I had not had a reading yet. But in that reading, um, my son came through very loud and clear and said he loves what I'm doing with the show, and he's my co-host. So whenever I'm doing a show, he's right here. So, I'm sure he is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But um, from what I understand now, I could be wrong, but from what I understand, spiritualism, the, the spiritualist church began in the UK. Am I correct on that? The first one was in Keithley, but I know spiritualism started actually in the little old USA. It did? It did, yes. Oh. Over to the UK. Oh, I'm surprised because I know there's the Arthur Finley okay. yes, college. college there. And even that's where Suzanne studied at the Arthur Finley. So I know a lot of the mediums from the U.S. go to the U.K. to study. So, yes. Renowned as the mecca of spiritualism, if, mm -hmm. if you will. But spiritualism or modern day spiritualism started in Hydesville, just outside New York, uh, through the rappings and the, um, the physical mediumship was taking place through Fox Sisters, the di um, diverse code called the Alphabet Code. So, in other words, it, every time they tap, it would end up as a letter and they could spell things out. And it was a peddler who was murdered that was basically communicating had a motive behind why he was communicating to who had done it and everything else. Mm -hmm. And later on, his body was found with all the artifacts to prove to be correct. But there was many renowned figures involved and scientists involved in that. And that's what really started modern day spiritual stuff. And that was in Hydeville, USA. So, yes. Really? Awesome. Many of your listeners want to find out more. There's lots either on the SNU website or I know Lilydale has got lots of information on there. Um, or just Google the Fox Sisters and then it will lead on for anybody that's got an interest in where spiritualism came from. It isn't all about the evidence, it is a light around about the philosophy and yes. it has um, seven principles okay. which was given by Emma Hardin's Britain and that forms the backbone to what spiritualism is about but it's a backbone open to interpretation, it's not dogma. It is there so that people can read the words and allow themselves to determine what it means to them. So it kind of allows us to be thinking people as well, which I like. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, I like that too. Like you said, the, the dogma. I was sent to Catholic school. We weren't Catholic, but I was sent to Catholic school and at a very young age, it didn't resonate with me, the, the dogma of the religion. Just, it's like, mm, yeah, I mean, I'm four and five years old, I'm like, but I, I was brought up in a very strict home and could not say, yeah, I could not, I had no voice at that age. So I had to do my own investigating. So I like what you say. And um, why I'm so uh, attracted to spiritualism and spiritualists 
is because it shows to me the oneness that there is no death that are we are spirit that we the essence of who we are we we have these bodies temporarily they're like a car to me you know they're you know we get a, we to get around in this realm we we need a a body um so but it's just like a car how many cars have i've gone through like five or six cars in my lifetime you know (laughs) and i know i'll go through more bodies you know when i'm when i'm done with this body i'll just you know go to spirit and decide we choose if we want to come back or we want to go someplace else so you know it's our choice yeah it's interesting how you put that that oneness well that's where we were going to talk and describe her sitting in the power mm-hmm. actually yeah. that that will bring us right into it that's yeah. the difference between meditation and sitting in the power you're in that oneness you're in your own consciousness feeling and being aware of what's happening within you within your own soul within your own spirit uh, and that's what gives us that contact with the spirit world because as we sit and we become heightened and sensitive um, just through the breathing, rhythmic breathing of it, the consciousness changes. So in other words, we start to receive very much like a, a radio or a television or mobile phone when we're receiving text message and WhatsApp and Facebook and Messenger. We're receiving all that information while we're in that space. At no point are we looking to see. At no point are we looking to hear. We're just in that space surrendering to the spirit world, giving our love there and letting the true teachers teach us. So in other words, the spirit guides, the inspirers, they're all coming around, working with us in that state. And that's where we really find out what we're capable of. And we have some magnificent um, experiences there in, in the trance state. You don't even realize you're in it. Right. We have images like video screens in front of you and you're interacting, you're going with it. And there was an instant several years ago, and I'll never forget it because it's just etched into my memory. Um, There's a very famous pioneer in the spirit world called Gordon Higginson, and everyone knows him, and everyone is very well revered, and the age of 11 was doing public demonstrations. Mm -hmm. But yet, as I sat in the power, not expecting everything, I started having this, almost like, if you will, um, video in front of me he was talking to me I was interacting and I couldn't wait to come back out of this, this state and just tell everyone about it um, and he took me to where he was demonstrating and he said my boy this is how you do it and, and he was illustrating things to me and when that finished I was so excited to come back and just tell somebody when I opened my eyes I was stood up in the middle of the room I've been dancing I had no idea I was in that controlled state There were several people there that witnessed it. They're all laughing and crying and and said it was like a state of, uh, um, I can't remember the word, but excitement because of the tears, the joy, just to see that take it. And I have no recollection, no knowledge of what was happening, except that in my mind, I was in this controlled state. So there's many different things, but Mm -hmm. it's a discipline. It's very much where we go to understand ourselves to understand how things feel because when the spirit world work with us all through a a form of clairsentience internally with inside so we might hear within the mind but yet it's still subjective it's still when we see something it's still subjective Mm -hmm. because nobody else is seeing it so that's where we go into that place of power when we're actually demonstrating and working and if you watch work and part of me as I'm talking to you goes to that place where my eyes will roll up a little bit and I'll start going into that altered state of reality that's real the spirit world while I'm talking and it's almost like a a, another division of your consciousness that Mm -hmm. we're actually sitting within Mm -hmm. Um, 
You just home off commute or yeah, yeah, we basically sit every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you, we're tired at night, so we sit in the morning. It's yeah. usually around o'clock to eleven. We don't sit set a time, so we sit with intention of just giving and surrendering. In that time, our minds can blend in different ways where we might hear the spirit world, we might feel the spirit world, there might be physical uh, actions around us. But sitting for that period of time really nurtures the ability and what ability is in there nurtures it out. So in other words, we put our minds into a subconscious place, not intentionally, it just happens. Yeah. And once we're there, that's when the teachers come in and, and really nurture that ability. And that's what helps strengthen our mediumship. That's what gives us our depth to the mediumship. So in, in demonstrations, um, as you've witnessed yourself, they're very in-depth, they're very thorough. Um, we don't ask questions, we tell you. Yeah. Um, this makes sense to you and everything else. Um, this is why we get full names, full addresses at times, um, and, and real personal memories. And, and that's the difference. When we're in that power, in that essence, that's when everything sitting is so important because that builds your energy up that builds that power and when we're sitting in that oneness that consciousness in that sitting in the power that's where we become part of that creative force of life the divinity god and that's what touches us and if we have the right intention there that's where the spirit will come forward and work with us and release those gifts that we can share with people so the ability is there the gift is sharing it and yeah. the more we're disciplined with it and, and it's quite funny because we sit every day for an hour like we said but the yeah. spirit world have said to us recently we want more we want you to sit again at night for another hour or so and we're like, <laughs> i want to sit i want to do it at night too. so somewhere between the two we've got to fit in a life haven't we as well so it, it, but it's really important and this is what we do this is who we are this is our intention so just like if you have a, a day job you have to perform certain tasks. Well, this is it's not a task. It's actually, when you're in there, it's yeah. a beautiful moment. It's yeah. an absolute wonderful moment yeah. where you can envisage and you can talk, shake hands, you can encounter your loved ones. Yeah. Um, and, and some of the experience we, we've had where we talk to my grandparents, children in the spirit world of ours, because we both have children there, yeah. um, it's priceless. Yeah. E- even in Boston, where Kerry, you took the sitting in the power. And yeah. uh, one of the mothers there, we won't mention names, lost a child. And she said, I've been trying for over a decade to see or get in touch. And it was just in them moments as we introduced them, don't look, don't, don't, don't pressurize that situation. Mm-hmm. The child was able to come forward yeah. and it, it was really emotional. Mm-hmm. But you'll be experiences, Caroline, if you sit in the power, you'll be experiencing something similar to what we've described so we'll be able to corroborate that this works yes well actually my roommate she was in that same session in boston and that that she her son had just been in spirit now for about a year but she went to boston so boston was her first time going to any kind of event like this because her son had just um transitioned uh last january and uh, january 2018 and um, so she was kind of, so Sunday morning, she got up, her, I, I slept late, so I, forgive me, I didn't, go, I slept in Sunday morning. We know what you did to But she went, and it was so touching, because by sitting in the power, her son came to her, and she felt so, so wonderful. So yes, 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 yes. We didn't actually know that was your friend. 
uh, and, it, and it's not just them, even where people are spiritually aware, but they don't know where to go. They mm -hmm. feel like that little bit of an alien. Mm -hmm. We don't belong. We don't. And it's something, and that's one of the big things with, with myself and Kerry. We're trying to educate people. We're trying yeah. to bring that word out there. This is a reality. This is proven. This is fact. This is science, mm -hmm. as you said earlier on. Yeah. This is about the divine source. It's not about celebritism. It's not about fame and fortune. It's about healing. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why we do it. And that's yeah. what nurtures. I mean, we spoke to somebody earlier on today and they said, oh, what, lovely if you came and do this. And we're like, <gasps> We freeze and think, you know what, we're not mm. into that. It's not about the name, it's about providing that healing. So it's about the intention. Correct. What is, what's the intention of what we're doing? I think that's what we were drawn to Sandra for, was because in her book um, called We Don't Die, in chapter five, it talks about what it's like to be grieving. I think she says, I'm going to paraphrase, this is not the correct thing. She talks about putting vinegar in the freezer and putting fish in the cupboard. Yes. And siblings falling out and just being like an alien, just not being able to function. That's what grief does. Yes. Grief causes us to behave in such ways that we fall out with the people that matter to us the most simply because yes. we're genuinely in a bereavement way out of our minds. Yes. And it's allowing that healing to take place because our reading doesn't replace the grieving process. Yes. Think, at the right time it can assist but it can't replace the grieving process yes. i think that's what happened when we met sandra she talked about a few things and we felt an empathy straight away with her um, when we met her in kent in england so yeah it's um, mm -hmm. we met yeah. her down the banyan retreat it, it was the banyan yes. Retreat. yes 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 you met nick and stephen at orlando yes 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 yes, yes. fantastic gentlemen <laughs> intention there in by the, the, the as we call it in the uk the shed load they, they, they've got the real intention yeah. they do special things they, they work with eileen davis uh, fantastic trans medium uh, and, and mental mediumship demonstrations and phenomenal scott, scott milligan as well physical medium you've witnessed the, the, the phenomena with him yeah. and the communication through his trance as well is it, it, fantastic so it's that intention that's a similar intention when you meet somebody and you speak and you think you're saying different words. Right. But where it's coming from seems to resonate with me. Yes. And that, that's what draws people together. And we know that like attracts like. And there's all sorts, we're all sorts out there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's only fair that we should have people that we resonate with as well. Yeah. And it's so true what you're saying. It's the intention. Like when I, I was inspired to, to launch this show six months after my son transitioned. And it was in the middle of the night. I didn't know what the, I never heard the word podcast. So I didn't know that what I was doing was going to be a podcast. I just said internet radio was in my mind. So I get up in the middle of the night and I Google, how do you start an internet radio show? And then from there, but I said to myself, I don't know if anybody's going to listen. I don't, you know, but if, if this show can inspire one person to heal, and to know those big questions of who we truly are, that there is no death, that life goes on for eternity because we are divine. We are, the essence of who we are, our divine spirit. And so the, the, this show, I try to share, and I say, I'm not preaching or a guru or even a teacher. I say, I share what resonates in my heart as you do. And if it resonates, I encourage you to go within yourself, sit in the power. Sit in the power and 
tap into your own heart and soul and ask those questions with you to your because the answers are within us and so when we go within and and tap into that truth within us then we can live our life to the fullest and it will help heal any of the grief and the pain that we're going through but if it can help one if this show can help one person it's all worth it absolutely and, and amen to that um can i ask you a question caroline of course Fantastic. When you had that inspiration, that thought of the radio show, yes. um, did it make you feel excited, make you feel alive and everything else? And almost like you said, it was in the middle of the night, not want to sleep and get up. These are the things that we look at and what we call afterlife experiences, because that's when the spirit world have really impressed upon you and ignited an excitement in you and really pressed upon your soul to do something for them. Yes. In other words, you've picked it up, you've been scared to death, as you said, look, we're never podcasting to that radio, what's that all about? Yes. You've gone and done it, so you're actually a channel for the spirit world, who's actually using you to get the truth out there, and this is one of the modern things within spiritualism they're using. Um, there's a lovely lady, a young lady from Spain, I think she lives, Arizona Bell, is it Arizona? Yes. yes. Um, she does the, uh, another kind of thing, but again, similar incident. Different character. Different character, yes. <laughs> inspirations these positive ones um, what a world it would be really would be and picking up on that as well when we're speaking to groups we, we like to um, ask people who within the group thinks they're a medium because everybody thinks mediums stand on a platform or sit in a room and do one-to-ones mm. but right. we're we're firm believers that spirit world um, mediums are anybody who works on behalf of the spirit world so let's look at who works for humanity on behalf of the spirit world. So let's start at mediums, teachers, nurses. doctors, nurses, creators, yes. mothers, yes. musicians, artists, yes. painters, writers, poets, sisters, mm -hmm. brothers, friends. So really, if we were to call everybody mediums for the spirit world, we'd be asking everybody who's listening to this, how are you? channeling the creative force what's your gift and some of you might say well i only write words or i only cook like um, sandra said well i'm a great chef what have i got to bring yep that does it yep. yeah creativeness through food you yep. know a chef at one of the um organizations we work at who uses his mediumship to determine what he's going to put on a plate that day yes. Was about not restricting it we would ask people not to restrict it to mediums because then it makes something special out of something that is is special but worldwide mm -hmm. right and yeah. to take credit for where credit is due so everybody has that ability to work on behalf of the divine of god of the spirit world creative force whatever they're comfortable with they have that ability to make a difference that's so true what you say uh, it's so true Yes, it's, I, I encourage people to follow their heart and their passion because that is their, that's their reason for being here. Whatever your heart and passion 
go for it and don't be afraid. But so many times people don't because they're afraid, because of fear. Yes. Absolutely. And where we work from, we'll not say too much about it because I don't know how long we've got left. Don't but worry. We, it's my show. <laughs> you got all the time you want. <laughs> We're working with people in order to find out what their fears are. Yeah. In order, we work with people who are not mediums. Mm -hmm. And then we're working with the, the mediums that were in our group and finding that the same fears were popping up. Yes. The fears that stopped them speaking in public or speaking with their father or taking that step at, job, at the job or having the confidence to stand up and say, I can do that, was also presenting in their mediumship. Yes. And so that's why we link, started to link coaching and mediums probably around about well for me around about four or five years ago okay. but it, it has now taken off for personal development which has always been around i'm not taking credit for that at all but the coaching approach in mediumship is a fairly new concept mm -hmm. and so if we look at those things the fears yeah then we can allow everybody who is working with the spirit world, not just mediums. We try and demystify the meaning of mediumship yes. to um, take away the barriers that are getting in people's way that allows them to write that poem or write that song or write that piece of music or get up and play that violin or that flute or sing yes. or run or do whatever they are here to do okay. in order to inspire others. We've, we've devised a couple of years worth of training just on that, just to help nurture people through, to take a look at the self, what their self-limiting beliefs are. Uh, and as we discovered recently, somebody said, oh, we, we, we know what they are, but have you actually looked at them to realize yeah. what's the bigger point, what causes them, how they affect you? And it's looking at that that actually moves you forward. And it's quite transformational, where it helps you dig deeper, delve deeper, not where we're going to counsel or anything like that, we understand the difference. I mean, you're trained in counselling as well. So in other words, we know the difference, but we're helping people move forward within the training of mediumship because we run progressive groups, different courses. We work all around the, the, the world now. Um, and this is our approach into it. It's almost getting you to have them self-realisation moments and light bulb moments. Yes. Um, all yeah. the lights come on. We can teach you, we can tell you, but actually getting there, it's got to be your own journey. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's the real self-esteem that enables you to build mm -hmm. confidence. And take life by the horns, if you will, and take them extra steps, just like you did with the, the creation of the radio show. Yes. In other words, you knew, you knew the boundaries, you knew the limitations, but you went out and did it anyway. I'm sure there's a book in there somewhere. Well, my son did, Kyle did tell me um, to, when I had my first reading, that first reading was amazing because we, from that first reading, we literally, I had never heard of EVP, never heard of it, didn't have a clue what it was, but I have Kyle's voice on tape from that reading and my dog Coco, who he was holding, Bart, is on the tape and you can clearly hear it. You can't make out what he's saying. Oh, well, there's one spot you can. You can make, he's saying, he clearly said doing it. And he was talking about me. He's saying, I'm, I'm doing it. So, um, but I, I brought that up to say that, um, oh goodness, how did I just lose my train of thought? <laughs> but, uh, um, oh, the book. The book, book. He said, he said, now this was on his birthday. I was gifted a reading on his birthday in 2016. 
And he said in that reading, mom, you have a book in you. And at that time, I'm going, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> but I have started writing the book. Yes. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Yes. So, but exactly what you say is so, so true. There, we are all, we are all divine essence of God here for a reason, a unique reason. Some yeah. are chefs, some are poets, some are musicians, painters, sculptors, um, runners. It's we're here when we are following our passion and doing what we came here to do, our soul rejoices. It's just like, okay, she's finally doing her. He's finally doing it. It makes you feel nothing but joy and overwhelmed with 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 love. Is that music to our ears? Because yes. we, we do have students um that will come through and say, Why am why is my mediumship not progressing at the rate I want it to? Mm-hmm. And we will say, Have you asked the spirit world what they want you to do for them? Yes. What is your purpose and passion? Well, I've got 10 pictures in a gallery and they're all up for sale. You what? (laughs) So we have to be really honest. Yes. A lot of compassion and empathy and say, look, right now, Spirit World maybe want to use you elsewhere. Develop your mediumship and be happy with it. Be content with it. Enjoy and have fun. But allow your creativity to be shared in a way the Spirit World want right now. It's right. not an easy message to deliver sometimes, but it is a necessary one. Yes. Do you guys, I can hear, spirit. I don't know if that's Kyle, because Kyle has a, a certain whoosh. Because in the, in the readings I've had, he came, now the first time I could not hear it live. In the audio, it's loud as day. But you can hear Suzanne asking me, can't you hear that? And you hear this big whoosh. I'm like, I can't hear a thing. So live, I couldn't hear it the first time. Now the second time, I was able to hear it live. And he says he's here all the time. But I hear, in this show, I've been hearing a whooshing. And I, I guess that's Kyle. So please, <laughs> if you guys hear it. <laughs> yes. It's a, a, a of approval for yes. him. Either that or he's really, really upset. <laughs> oh no, he never he'd never be upset. No, he'd never be upset. <laughs> but now now share with our listeners how you two now you, you shared um Phil shared how he it started at as a young child with him and you shared how it started with you. Now share how the two of you have come together. That part you haven't shared. <laughs> really interesting we actually worked together on seminars and before that I was a student believe it or not and so we've known each other for a long time and then there was a period of time where we didn't see each other and then when we hooked up again and it was in England at a workshop Phil's circumstances had changed okay and at that point because we'd known each other we'd had discussions Phil had helped me through some difficult conversations I had to have and some tricky um, situations with the church and with other things that were going on in my life and just had helped out listening to me and so we found ourselves just talking about well wouldn't it be fantastic if the spirit world could do this and there was so much resonating with what we were saying and then we both get the shivers you know that feeling that somebody's just walked over your grave with your goosebumps set up and yeah. we both said we're something happening here there's an intention here yeah. and then the more we spoke the more we thought actually 
I like you. <laughs> I will not forget. That's that. so cute I the way you said that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too cute. <laughs> I've been on my own a long time. I've been on my own for about nine years, completely single for nine years. So I wasn't looking for a partner. Right. I had my get lost perfume on. <laughs> <laughs> so something just happens. And if you go with the spirit world and go with what the feeling is there, yes. everything happens at the right time. Because just as I had a conversation with my daughter, yes. I said, you know something? This might be. The last Christmas, I'm intentionally single, yes. and the summer after that, yes. so eighteen months, two years ago, yes. that's when there was a something shifted. Yeah, because I'd said the absolute opposite. I wasn't ready for a relationship, didn't want a relationship, so it was a little bit strange for me as it came into it. Um, and at first, and I took that time out to what's going on here. Um, then really as we started to talk um, things started to work out and progress and I, I think there's a comedy scene where there's a gentleman works up wakes up with a bump on his head where I'm, then we're engaged well not engaged but yeah, we're, we're a couple sort of thing um, so yeah so it, it was unexpected um, we weren't friends beforehand so it was a little bit we do we don't we but yeah it's worked out for the best um, we never look back yeah yeah. And and it's funny how the spirit world. I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but I can't. <laughs> it was just so cute the way you said, and I like you. I just <laughs> the accent, the accent. I just love the accent. I remember you coming up to me in Boston and saying, "I love your accent." I do. <laughs> yes. Good. But no, the, the spirit world came on board, and the, the things that started to happen, the synchronicity, the signs was unbelievable even we could talk about that yeah, yeah we, we spoke about wouldn't it be good if we set up an organization would it be good if there was an organization that was yeah. set up purely and um, with the intentions of taking the spirit world out there in an educational way but without trying to drive it towards developing mediums it was more about yes. the holistic view yes. um and phil has somebody in the spirit world and i separately have Somebody, both who are mentors for us and teachers mm -hmm. and we phoned each other the next day and said you'll never guess what happened when I was sick because we weren't um any we were still living in England at that point um and I said I've just been told that we need to set up a company and he said I've just been told the same thing wow the same morning and each time the spirit world had given you things and me things and we're, we've caught up and said you never guess it's Damned is the thing that they're saying that we need to do this. Well, I've got that too. So the spirit world, we're not going to do anything that feels contrary to what the intention is. We're yeah. not driving this. That's mm -hmm. why we've said we, we don't want the whatever else people perceive mediumship to be about. We want it to be driven by the spirit world. So whatever they're asking for, we're doing and it's that taking I mean, neither one of us is excellent public speakers, but now we do it. Yes. You guys are great. You guys yeah. are Thank interviewing. You. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was funny because Kerry mentioned earlier on that we question everything, we pull everything apart. Well, we did the same with this. And we said to the spirit world, if you're really giving mm -hmm. us this, then we're going to this demonstration because we know this medium's of a decent caliber, a high profile. We know what he's capable of. So we'd like the first contact. We would like this person to come through. We would like this to be said, and we'd like this word to be given that we know. And this went on for about six months. 
and it kept on happening. We were the first contact and we kept on mixing up, changing the everything. Even where we said, are they picking this up psychically? Are they just reaching into our soul and we're emanating that information? So we mixed it up again and thought, you know what, this is the evidence we were getting, and, and this is where the British church is really good. It mm -hmm. is where we were getting the evidence that we're backing everything up. Mm -hmm. We thought, you know what, there's something to this. And the more we looked into it, more things were happening. Um, to give an example, um, we were told um, you're going to meet a young lady, you're going to be going to America. And we thought, okay, well, yeah, who's yeah. this young lady sort of thing? Wow. And, there. and two days later, well, well was, you were meant to go to the banya, yes. and I wasn't. And then I ended up going and we met Sandra. 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 How would you like yeah. to go to America? So everything's just been there. And it yes. was, I think Kerry mentioned it earlier. We've never really pushed, we've never self promoted. The spirit world have moved us just because we keep their intention, do their work, their bidding, and yes. they've just moved us to different mm. places. And, and that's the great thing. And it taught us really relax, surrender to that moment, let it come. Let if it it's happen. meant for you, Correct. it will happen. Correct. And if it's not, that is, that is so, something else. Yeah. That is so true. Like I said, I never planned to go to Orlando, but I did say that morning. Um, the morning before I got um, Sonia's email that she had just recorded a session with my son, um, before I, got, I said that morning to the universe, to spirit, if I'm meant to be in Orlando, let me know, you know, because like you said, spirit is going, it's going to do the work. Yes. If you're meant to be there, you will be there. And I'm, I'm just like you guys. I just do everything by spirit leading um my show is growing um it's been i've been producing it now for four years i get i have thousands of listeners and it's just growing naturally i don't really do anything but share it on facebook and youtube and and uh it's growing naturally but um the other thing that night when spirit told me to start an internet radio show it also told me to start a foundation in my son's memory. It's wow. I did I did um what they call um it is a nonprofit organization in the state of Pennsylvania. I haven't done anything with it yet, but it's the Kyle Foundation, and I spell Kyle K Y L E in capital letters because Kyle is an acronym for Keep Your Light Expanding. Oh. all about teaching people what we were just talking about about our, our, to, to shine their light yes. that's why they're here is to shine their light so keep your light exp expanding k-y-l-e now here's the other thing when i was about eight months pregnant with kyle i knew i was having a boy um but he had no name and no name and the name Kyle came to me in a dream. I believe he gave me the name Kyle. Hmm. And he gave me the name Kyle because it would become that acronym. Keep your light expanding. Yes. Fantastic. So, and it's a, Kyle is an English name. Yes, I know. Because when you said you were going to spell it, I knew exactly how you were going to spell it. Yes. And that was nothing to do with being a bit psychic. But the cracks the joke or the pun. But no, it's quite extraordinary what our children, our loved ones can do in the spirit world. I have a son in the spirit world and uh, one of the most profound moments I've had with the spirit world was with him. Mm -hmm. uh, I always remember it. It was a Saturday morning. Uh, my bedroom door opened up, not too dissimilar to the door behind, very similar to that. 
And I, I instantly sat, because I was awake, I sat up and said, I was shouting out to my daughter, what are you doing coming in? It's too early, go back to bed. Right. And nobody came in. And so I got up and thought, what's she doing? But it wasn't my weekend to have my daughter. So there was nobody there. And I thought, that's strange. I thought, checked all the windows and doors, downstairs, upstairs, no draft. So I closed the door again, got back in bed, and within two seconds, the door flung open, and this little boy came running in, and it's just like meeting somebody for the first time. It's like, who are you? Then instantly, I knew, instantly I could feel the love. Instantly I could feel that connection with my son. Wow. He'd been in the spirit world a few years, so as he came round the bed, he started to grow, and he, he got right to the side of me, just where Kerry is here, and I'll never forget it. He put both hands on the bed, fist like fashion to pull his weight up put his knees up the bed went down i could feel his presence and he gave me a kiss on the cheek and bump sort of thing and i must have cried for about 48 hours solid and even now i hold the tears back um because it's such an emotional experience oh my goodness these are the things that keep us going these afterlife experiences and it actually started me off on a little bit of a journey of exploring afterlife experiences because very similar to kerry i wanted to go out of my way to disprove it not quite as skeptical as that but wanted to understand it right. so for about two years I synchronistically i bumped into people i started asking questions and, and there's always one gentleman i remember god bless him he's in the spirit world now and um, it's where i met him in a bookstore and he said to me um, you're a medium i saw you at this event so we had a good bit of a talk and he said there's a question i've always wanted to ask when i was 12 years old my mum died and he said i stood in the room and it wasn't done deliberately it just all happened in front of me with the doctors, my dad, everyone ran in um, and they were working on my mum, but my mum was stood in the corner of the room and I could see her in full colour. She was telling me she was all right, but yeah, I could see it. So for me, I could feel the emotion with him and he was, I think he was about 70, 70 odd years, so in other words, 60 odd years have passed, but it's right. like it was two seconds ago. I'll never forget it. The colours, the sound, the feeling, and that reminded me own son and that, that all through the this common thing that we have these experiences a common thread yes. in our soul we feel it we know it we experience it and we take that through life and i think more people that can experience that and become open to it what a different life it would be uh, everyone would be more kind-hearted and pure because they know the truth of the afterlife and eternal life yes yes Yes, yes. It's so true. I, I believe so much. It will be, we'll be living in such a different world when everybody knows that we are spirit, having a temporary human experience, and that our loved ones are not gone. They're right here with us. And it, it just will be living in like a heaven on earth. <laughs> I think the world has just got so fast in yeah. terms of how quickly we can respond to one another, emails, phone calls, text messages, and all the other apps. The world's got a bit, it's got a bit more, a bit more, that's not good grammar. Um, it's got more fast than it used to be. Yes. People sit in their living rooms and blend with the spirit world yes. and take time to develop. They sat in what we would call home circles to develop yes. their relationship for 10, 15, 20 years. But it wasn't for public consumption, it was about sitting with the spirit world and sharing that gift. The world's so fast now, people want things so quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. They want contact from the spirit world quickly. They want to be able to communicate with the spirit world quickly. Yes. And there's not always that time given to develop it. And I think that's fundamentally what the backbone of 
Spirit and Foundation, Spirit and Soul Foundation for us is, is about it needs the dedication to self mm-hmm. and the spirit world in order for this magic that naturally happens. Yes. Takes place. Yes, and it does. It does begin with self. It does. Yes, it does. It does. Somebody asked us a a question the other day. Why isn't the mediumship like it was in yesteryear, years gone by? And I said, well, it's very simple. Exactly what Kerry said. The dedication, the sitting's not there. Um, And it was only a conversation uh, with somebody from We Don't Die yesterday through Messenger and Facebook who said, any other mediums like Leslie Flint? I said, I'm really sorry to say, no. Of sitting for that ability is just not there anymore. Maybe worth sharing that actually. There's two websites for any of your listeners who are interested. Leslie Flint was a phenomenal trance and physical medium. Yes. Yes. And there are, um, if you went to the Leslie Flint website, there's loads of recordings there that talk that the spirit world are speaking through Leslie and communicating what they think about. Well, it's philosophy. Yeah. It's philosophy it's on life di- and spiritualism. Voice, independent yeah. voice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, um, there's also the Gordon Higginson Trust website. And on there, there are lots and lots of audio tutorials and lessons. Yeah. So to I get a greater understanding of how the spirit world works, what it needs from people like us who want to um, blend with the spirit world more in order to get that contact of our own. He has a lovely extravagant in his own way yeah, of, of delivering that because yes. he, he was a magnificent medium in all respects a magnificent speaker as well, uh, an it? incredible speaker yeah. so if any of your listeners are interested in finding out more about working with the spirit world what they want what the what everything is about apart yes. from all the other um, pioneers mm-hmm. of spiritualism these are two that are really really useful mm-hmm really um interesting to listen to as well they're, they're both Gordon Higgins is a lovely speaker yes Gordon's demonstrations are on there as well and it's absolutely mind-blowing to listen to the evidence well you know we, we, you were just talking about the technology and uh, and but that's like I when I think of the technology today the internet and there's that it has its bad and it's good because like you said People could be, a family could be in a, in a home and not even communicating because everybody's on their phone. So right. they don't even talk to each other. So that's the bad part about it. But to be able to ask, access the websites that you just mentioned and, and really dive into it, that's the good part about the internet. <laughs> so <laughs> it has, it's good and bad. It, it does it when you're in the room and it drives you crazy when you go into a restaurant and there's a family of four and they're sitting at a table, none of the four, they're, they're all on their phone. Uh, the mom, the dad, the, the children are all on their phone. So that part, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you're eating at the dinner table, those phones should go in a box or somewhere in a closet. Clo- no, there should be a rule in every household, no phone at the dinner table. Caroline, we have one. We oh. have a, a ban on them. Ban on phones at mealtimes. Yes, in very good. And out. Correct. It's sometimes broken, but generally a ban on phones. <laughs> Very good. Because it's a one time we can come together. Firstly, to enjoy the food. Yes. Secondly, to gather within that space. Because yes. sometimes we might not have actually had a proper conversation. Yes. And yes. it allows us to say, how are you, 
How are you? Yes. How was your day? Yes. 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 So the yes. Everybody, that should be that should be law. Phones <laughs> at dinner time. <laughs> now, please share with our listeners. Now, I told you, you told me you had three websites. Please share the three websites with my listeners. There will be links underneath the video, but please share with our, our listeners the uh, websites. They can reach you. So, first one is my website, which is www.phonicdiet.co.uk. That will tell you everything about where we're going on once I update it. Um, it'll tell you the different events that we're doing throughout the year for the Spirit and Soul uh, across mainland Europe, US, um, okay. and Canada, and the cruise that we're going on, the cruise that we're going to be participating on, teaching on. But also, just very quickly, there will be online um, talks going on, there will be blogs going on, there'll be Zoom talks and discussions. Um, some big news about Netflix that we're going to be in part of a documentary with mental mediumship and that's going to be filmed very, very shortly. Um, so there's the lots going on. Um, we're going to be working with a couple down in uh, places called the Midlands in the UK. Uh, we're going to be doing Dems with a Difference. Um, I'll not say too much about that because um, they will be very different. It's where we really push and test the mediumship, so it would be good. Mm -hmm. And so mine is... Kerry McLeod Spirit Medium dot com mm -hmm. and it's pretty much gonna have we had our own websites to begin with. Right. And so they're they're not duplicates, but they're they, they hold some of the similar information. But what yeah. we've done is we've taken that information and we've brought it together and added more to the foundation. So that is www.thespiritandsoulfoundation.com uk yes and on there they will find out about our progressive groups about the courses we do um and i think there's a lot on there about how we're the style of teaching we do and also what we're aiming to do and how we link the coaching in with mediumship because we, we coach non-mediums yes coach executive managers people nurses doctors yes but it's only in the last two years, really, since we've been together that we've seen that the parallel yes. between mediumship and what gets in the way. Yes. And so Spirit and Soul Foundation's got information on that. But it's also got all our events, UK events, and yes. across yes. different countries. So we've, we've got a lot of ideas that we want to put on that's yes. going to help a lot of people, not just mediumistically, but people grieving, mm -hmm. people branches people searching about spirit and answers and a lot of the work we do behind the scenes that's not public is where we help people right the experience they've had um a gentleman yesterday i said well it's going to take me a bit of an email to respond to you and i, I sat up till late to the early hours responded yeah. to just to help him get an insight and educate people to what's actually happening with them yes Yes, this is so true, and it's so wonderful. We're living in such a wonderful time because I truly feel humanity is awakening, and to, to reach the world like we can now because of the Internet, it's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. So I think we're living in an amazing time, and I think we are going to witness the awakening of humanity in our lifetime. <laughs> I agree. Totally agree. In yes. some shape or form, there's a something happening. Yes. Whether it's always been happening and we're just aware of it, it doesn't matter. Exactly. 
happening. Yes, yes, this is so true. Thank you, Carrie and Phil, so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for the invite. It's been an absolute pleasure. To you make it so easy. You do. We don't like interviews, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just like having a chat. It was the same with Sandra. It's lovely to be interviewed by you, Caroline. It's been it's oh. Been, I've kept in the background. I thought I'll make a change. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. No, no, no. I, I, I love that because I do like just having, for me, it's just having conversation with good, dear friends. That's yes. what, what it is all about for me. And I just, I, I'm on a high for hours after each show. Because so <laughs> I just had a wonderful conversation with dear friends. So. Yes. We feel the same way. Thank you. Thank you. So we will definitely, and I'm going to be following your page and keeping in touch. So hopefully soon we'll be running into each other again soon. Um, I think you will be. I yeah. think there's a We Don't Die plan coming, coming up. So yeah. Yeah, we okay. Well, that would be amazing. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much. So you much love. Oh, okay. Over Facebook, did you see? Because all of what we've got, we've got on Facebook as well. Oh. We're really bad at marketing ourselves, Caroline. I'm the same way. I just, honestly, all I do is I, I record my shows. I put them up on Facebook. I have a Twitter account, and they're on YouTube. And that's kind of like, but I understand exactly what you're Everything saying. Everything we've mentioned, websites, is also on Facebook. So yes. it's done. Awesome. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Awesome. Love you guys. I you so too. appreciate it. And I know it's dinner. It's probably past your dinner time there. We've eaten already. We, we oh. Okay, <laughs> early eaters then. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Caroline. Bye, bye to everybody bye else. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.